So here's the thing. We know you're out there listening. There's only a few of you. Yes. But there we apparently have are. We have proof. There's a there's a few loyal of you. I don't know. Well, uh, loyal maybe is a too strong a word. But there's a few of you that listen to this podcast. Yes. And we ask every time, hey, talk to us. Yeah. You know, reach out. Ask. Tell us. You know, we suck, or tell us you're awesome, or something. You know, if you're out there listening, interact with us. There's only a handful of you. Yeah, we got the Twitter. You could tweet at we us. We got the Twitter at Pads at at uh, Pods Dad. We got the Facebook. We got, got the Facebook. Facebook Dad Pods. If you just Google Dad Pods P O D Z, <laughs> the first yeah. thing that comes up actually is our Apple page with all of our episodes on it. Fancy. Yeah. That's 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 where you want to go. Yeah. Most of you listen on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, I don't want to shame you, but I'm going to. If yeah. you don't, you know, reach out some somehow. We're doing this for you. So so say hi. Or you yeah. probably know us, so just send us a text. Yeah, or or, or you know, reach out. There's lots of people that, you know, we haven't I haven't interacted with a lot of people over the course of the pandemic. You know, we're all isolated. We're just we're just we're just worried about you. So so just say hi. Just say hi. All right, that's that's our so, feed. So that's our that's our uh, whatever that was yeah. intro. Uh, this is uh, Dad Pods, but you know that because you're loyal listeners to Dad Pods. Yes. Uh, uh, that's Michael. Hi, Michael. That's Shane. Uh, hi. Um, and what are we doing tonight? Well, now we are finally at episode seven of WandaVision, Breaking the Fourth Wall. This is not the quote-unquote best episode, but this is a darn good one. This is a really good episode. Um, so, uh, in the, uh, the sit, this is sadly to say, this is the last of the sitcom style episodes. Yeah. And, uh, it's, I'm going to say it's the best one. So we're now in like the, the two thousands era. So you said it wasn't the best one, which is it? Well, it's not the best episode. It's the best okay. of the sitcoms. It's the best of the sitcom worlds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this this is definitely my favorite of the sitcom worlds. The '80s was the most in my wheelhouse, but this is my favorite sitcom parody. Okay, okay. I think it's I think mine was the '80s because I saw so many more sitcoms back then. Yeah, I will say, um, of the sort of, so this has got the style of a of a mid to mid two thousands early two thousand tens style, uh, mostly sort of mockumentary style, so a la The Office, Parks and Rec. Modern Family, right? Yeah. This really looks like Modern Family, though, because it looks a lot like Modern Family. And I will say, this is where this is where I I diverge from you a little bit. I have never seen an episode of Modern Family. Hmm. So it was a good show. For... Yeah, I've never watched a full episode. I've seen every Parks and Rec episode multiple times. Okay. And I've so... seen most every Office episode, though I've never watched The Office all the way through. Yeah. Uh, Modern Family, same idea, family setting. Yeah. And that's why that, that this show sort of is going to be the most um, influential for, for WandaVision because she is trying to sort of maintain this sort of familial unit. Right. Right. So you see the, the opening. It's yeah, so, very much in line with The Office, Modern mm -hmm. Family. It's got the same kind of music. I, I think the music resembles more The Office, I would say. Probably. Or Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is very similar. Yeah, this sort of like all... Very happy, happy, peppy kind of thing. Yeah, showing lots of images. It just says Wanda. Mm -hmm. Curiously, it only says Wanda to right. the very end when it becomes Wanda Vision, but it right. has Wanda in different 
uh, like you see it on a license plate, you see it on a sign. It's actually, it's pretty clever. Well, I don't think we actually have Wanda and Vision in this episode. They are apart the entire episode. Yeah, they actually never get to be on screen together. Yeah, and we talked about this a little bit beforehand, and I don't know how we want to do this, but it's another episode where I feel like we should talk about the ending first, but mm -hmm. I, I, maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. Let's yeah, just, I, let's I, just I get... Let's get into it. Let's just get into it. Right. So anyway, we've got our um, we've got our intro office intro. Um, it is the day after the Halloween party uh, because Wanda is still in her costume from the night before. Right. So she, which is revealed, she's not getting out of bed. Kids she's not come feeling in. well. She's feeling ill. Yes. <clears throat> and Kids, Vision's gone. Vision, Vision is, is not, not there. Yeah. Vision she, didn't come home. She she leans over. There's no vision there. There's no vision there. She she you know pulls the covers over and she's still in her you know red Sokovian fortune teller outfit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and she she says I think she says at some point you know she's not feeling well or maybe it's just a case of the Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very sort of mid two thousands sitcom style attitude. Right. Um, she very, she very. Even though I haven't seen uh, a full episode of Modern Family, I am very well aware of the character that Julie Bowen plays on that show. Uh, even though I couldn't tell you what the name of the character is, uh, I think it's Claire. <laughs> okay, but Elizabeth Olsen totally nails that mood. Yeah. That overworked mom. She doesn't really want to be a mom at the moment. It's almost like she's trying her bestest to avoid being a mom yeah or yeah. any responsibilities yeah and so yeah she she says she's gonna have a a, a, a quote-unquote quarantine style staycation right right she's gonna stay at home she's gonna be in sweatpants and and uh flannels all day yeah so they're acknowledging the quarantine i guess for a lot of people more people are gonna see wandavision after the after the pandemic than, than during, hopefully, right? Because the show will exist on the, the streaming service. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess, I, I guess the numbers, my guess is the numbers will just continue to get more. Is the idea then that like more people will watch the pandemic, I mean, uh, watch the WandaVision in 2023 than 2021, something like I that? Th I think that's the, uh, you know, accumulatively, there's more people in the future that will ever see the show than. Presumably, yeah. Presumably. I guess it works that way. Yeah didn't think about it so yeah so anyhow she she's doing her thing weird things are happening in the house the, the kids mm -hmm. they play some video games you see the controller changing yeah it jumps through time it, it it's you know it's like a there's a nintendo nes sort of style controllers they've got a modern controller and then it goes all the way back to like an old Qatar, atari controller yeah it's great because those are the real controllers like they have yeah. the the gamecube controllers at one point and those those are legit atari ones at the end yeah yeah because it was it, it was the um uh joystick right the yeah old with school the, with the yeah. one red button <laughs> yeah that, i love those things yeah you could get that thing. yeah you could if you played um because you could use that joystick um for several years after atari came out yeah i think it with other systems it fit onto the genesis which is weird you only on one like button. The, yeah and it fit onto a lot of different things and it was great because like if you ever played like the old school track and field game 
Mm-hmm. You could get that. You could get that little joystick going. This is an audio medium, and I'm as sitting here in, on the video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shaking my hand as if I almost have like some sort of Parkinson's disease or something. You can go left and right faster on that joystick than you exactly. could. Exactly. On That's the little it. track and field pads. was meant for that that mm. joystick. Uh, but it was also great for playing, you know. You wouldn't want to play Pong with that. You wanted no. for Pong, you wanted the um, the paddle one with the dial on it. Yeah. That that came in my uh, Atari system, the wood yep. grain that we had. Yep, that's right. Like why would you think that that a video console would be want to be wood. It's kind of like putting wood paneling on a uh, station wagon, <laughs> which they did. Also, they did. But you wonder why. It's like why did it? Why why did I want there to be a tree that died for my car? <laughs> I, I feel like it, there was a certain <clears throat> point in time when electronics came into the home, where this rustic nature. It was on TVs too. I yeah. de- we definitely had. Some oh yeah, the wood paneling on televisions. Yeah. Did we ever have it on a laptop? I don't think that ever happened. So, we, we, they kind of skipped over, like by yeah. the time of laptops. I wonder if you can get like a laptop, like a cover on it, like now. Hmm. It's like wood style. Yeah, just to <laughs> just to bring yeah. back that feel. But... If, of the thirteen people that listen to this podcast, uh, if you are like a a podcast, like a like a laptop cover creator, that's what you need to do is make it wood wood paneling. Yeah. Somebody somebody that's like seventy four years old is gonna love that. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a hit. Mm-hmm. So so anyhow, yeah. So weird things are afoot. So and and Wanda doesn't seem to have control. She's feeling like she's lost control. Yep. She thinks it's because she's not feeling well. She's a little sick. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because that 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 magic that she did last night was pretty intense. So remember from last time she expanded the 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 uh, the dome right to save Vision from being disintegrated. Right. Right. And it. It takes over much of sword, and it's now a circus. Yeah, and and it's a it's bigger. For the first time, in within the context of the sitcom, she acknowledges that she expanded the dome. She's like, "Oh yeah, I, I might have done that. Changed reality a little bit." Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now the worlds are definitely starting to to blend, right? Before to she's. Bleed. Yeah. yeah, she had no. She was making no acknowledgement that there was like powers or anything. Like that. Mm-hmm. Like the sitcom world was its own yeah. world. Yeah. Um, coming directly to her aid at, at at her time of most need, Agnes comes by and offers to uh, to take the children for the day. Yeah, as Agnes often does. Appearing. As Agnes kind of just appears right when 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 uh, Wanda needs her. Yep. Um, there's a great little. Um, uh, you know, because at this point, it's just Wanda that's occasionally getting interviewed by the faux mockumentary style kind of thing. But then Agnes does too. And, you know, she even mentioned, she mentions to Wanda, it's like, oh, I'm great with kids, something like that. And then in the, in the little break to the interview, she, she says, I bit a kid once. Yeah. <laughs> Agnes is in fact, not great with kids. Uh, so we can, we can talk about that later, but yes, oh, yeah. she's, she's not. <clears throat> She's not particularly, you wouldn't want to have her as a babysitter. Mm-hmm. So when we start to, we see outside the dome again. Yeah. We learned that uh, Monica and Jimmy Wu uh, escaped the dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they are still, you know, their normal selves um, outside of the dome. Right. And uh, yeah, so, and they learned that they've got some allies that are trying to outfit a vehicle 
uh, that'll that'll be able to break through the wall. Right. I think. I now, think. also, really curiously, once we're outside the dome, we we find out that they don't have access to the transmissions anymore, so they're not getting to see this modern family style episode. Yeah, and you wonder about that. And actually, I don't think it's is it ever explained at all. I don't think so. I had I had my theory on it, which I don't think the creators were going for at all. Had, mm-hmm. My only theory was that uh, around this time, HD TV and digital TV became a thing. So the old style of transmissions wouldn't actually apply. It would all be digital signals. Right. They would need cable. Yeah, they would have needed like, <laughs> or they would have light or something like that. Did you remember yeah, when wonder... Obama did the thing and like you had those DTV converters? Yeah, you actually had to put that little thing on your if you saw they would have, They would have needed that for those yeah. TVs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, and that happened right around this time. You're absolutely right. Right, but I don't. They never acknowledge that, so I think they must have been going for something else. But they didn't explain it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it doesn't need to explain. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> they mentioned that they can't see anything. Yeah. So, but uh, so Monica's driving this big, giant, multi-wheeled, weird truck, right? Yeah, it's, it's supposed like to be a space truck vehicle. tank. Yeah, uh-huh. it's meant for. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, how would that ever get into space? I don't know. And I don't understand why they <laughs> thought it would get into the dome. I guess, so, so they, they claim that it, it's like all this sort of radiation proof. So that's why it should be able to break right. through this dome. Right. So, and, and in the, I guess in the MCU, because they've, you know, flown into space much more than our current world, yeah. they can fly a giant, big, heavy thing. <laughs> why not? Most of, the th- most of the things that we send into space are pretty small and compact and light this yeah. thing was not, none of those things yeah I, I mean iron man went into space at one point so he's just a dude in a suit so yeah why, why not have a truck yeah a truck that looks like that looks like it i mean it looks more like a monster truck than anything yeah yeah but anyway uh it fails totally and 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 kind of humorously it like it like they they bring it back out and it's half turned into like a vw conversion <laughs> van or something yeah Again, mirroring that anything that goes through uh, the dome becomes Gets uh, altered. The, era the, appropriate. Yeah, and the ultimate sort of thing, it changes. Yes. Yeah. Ultimate structure, um, which is important. Um, Monica decides that she's going to go through, mm-hmm. despite warnings to that. I think uh, Darcy in previous episode told her, hey, if you go through again, you're going to alter your DNA or something like that. Yeah, so, so here's the thing where Monica is like rather unusually driven. And yeah, if there's minor flaws in this show, this to me, I think is a little bit one of them. Like, hey, Monica, I don't know if you really need to do that. I think, you know, I think they want to show, you know, a lot of the characters that were blipped, that were, mm-hmm. you know, pushed out of existence, um, came back just kind of like, okay, pick up my life just the way it was and yep. we're going to go with it, right? Like if you remember the Spider-Man movie that was post-blip, mm-hmm. post that's kind of him, right? He's just like, yeah. okay, I'm back at school. I kind of like this girl now. I'm still friends with this guy. Thankfully, yep. we all blipped at the same time. Mm-hmm. All my friends, we all blipped because we're all, you know, seniors or, uh, you know, still juniors in high school now. So that's fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, and... And you get a sense that uh, that maybe because we've we've seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier now, uh, you get a sense that uh, Sam is certainly like that. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of picking up where he where he left off. There's a little bit with Bucky where it's just like he's still he's trying to he's a little bit more 
dour about everything. Right. And that could just be because, you know, he, he was an assassin and then he got his brain back. Yeah. Still <laughs> that happened. That. Yeah. But this is like the first character that seemed to be affected by the blip in a psychological way that changed the way she sort of behaves. Right. Coming back. Yeah. And we so, talk about Wanda, certainly. Uh, it's right. like that too. But but Monica, um, even even in a different way, but she's, this this is reckless. And maybe, yeah, that, that could really explain the behavior that she's coming back doesn't seem to have a purpose. Like her right. old station, that sword is different. Like she, what right. she can do is completely different. Her mom's gone, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And someone else is directing sword. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, maybe this drive is just like, I know I have a job to do here and I'm just not going to stop because I, I know what I can do here. Yeah. Yeah. I, good explanation. Also, All right. And she also might not have anything. She might be a little just reckless in terms of, I don't really have anything to live for. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I'm going to just do risky things. Right. Yeah. So, so keep that in mind when we see Monica again mm-hmm. um, in future projects. Okay. So she, uh, she goes through the, uh, she goes through the, the dome again. Yep. Without um, the vehicle. Without, without the, the vehicle, part. just walks through and it takes her a while to walk through and there's lots of flashy lights and all kinds of cool sort of special effects. It looks very much like the scene in the movie Contact where Jodie Foster travels through time and space, goes yep. through a wormhole. Um, I think there was a clear homage to that, which is a oh, weird yeah. movie to be, do a clear homage to. It's a 25 <laughs> year old movie that was, I really liked the movie Contact, but I yeah, mean, yeah. it was sort of, you know, marginally well-received it's a really good sort of science fiction story it, it is but it's definitely not like an all-time it's not like the matrix for no, science no, no, no but it is but it is all time like like jodie foster just throwing 97 on the corners she's great mm-hmm. in that movie and she's oh totally never she was never like cuter or anything like that more charming oh yeah totally yeah. great and we also get the full mcconaughey in that movie that's like that's the Guys, go out there and watch Contact. It's a good movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you learn nothing um, from this episode. If you learn nothing from this episode, don't watch Watch Vision. Go watch Contact. Yeah. No, Carl also Sagan. watch watch Vision. Watch WandaVision. Sure, watch WandaVision. But <clears throat> we could talk more about Contact. But I mean, it was it was like this movie took like twelve years to make. Yep. Uh, Carl Sagan started out. He was writing the screenplay, and then he turned it into a book, mm-hmm. and it was optioned like ten times for different. It was going to be attacked. It was attached to just about every director you can think of. Anyway, yeah. Um, I like the book, by the way. It's, it's if Carl Sagan's great. Yeah. If you don't look at that, he's like what astrophysicist and uh-huh. fiction author. Like yeah. it's a really good book. Yeah. That's that's unfair. Yeah. He was he was really good. Billions and billions of years ago. Sorry. All right. So if nothing else, lim- uh, very limited fake <laughs> Carl Sagan. Um, so yeah, so she comes out on the other side in inside the dome, mm-hmm. and she's all glowy and magic now, right? Right. Clearly, somehow superpowered. Yeah. If we've learned nothing else from the MCU, you do these things. Uh, you go through the. You get your DNA altered. Unlike real life, you don't get cancer. You get superpowers. <laughs> you don't get cancer or just dead right yeah. away. You get superpowers. So that's great. Um, so meanwhile, uh, on the other side of town, on the edge of town. So Monica's also on the edge of town, just a different edge, I guess. Right. Um, uh, where uh, Vision is recovered. He's woken up yep. the next day. Uh, and he's found uh, the circus where all the extra sword people are. Mm-hmm. And he finds Dar- Darcy. Now, he recognizes Darcy. I'm oh, not yeah. sure how he recognized Darcy. I guess they're just He like... saw her when he was trying to break through, right? Because she, okay. she was there, too, with everyone else. 
so that's where that's where he recognizes her from. Right. Right. So he wakes her up mm -hmm. in the way that vision has that ability to just like touch your temples and yeah. And so she's not manic. She recognizes that she was under Wanda's control and now she's free and she's like, oh, okay, great. Yay. Right. Yeah, her context is very different than the other people who he's woken up, who've been and, living in this town for days. And Darcy, of course, fits perfectly. The character fits perfectly into a 2000 style sitcom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I think that actress was in a 2010 yeah, she's, sitcom. Yeah, she, she was in, in two, <laughs> two Broke Girls. So. Yes. So um, they decide they're going to steal a funnel kick, funnel kick truck and mm -hmm. drive back to Wanda. Yeah. It's unclear at this point why Vision doesn't just fly. Yes, that, that could have been useful. It's also um, unclear to me if they ate any funnel cake, because that's what I would do. Uh, funnel cake is lovely. Yeah. Um, funnel cake is something, though, once you eat a funnel cake and you eat it way too fast, yeah. and you always eat it a little too hot, mm -hmm. because it's always a little too burny and oily in the middle, and you always hate yourself 18 minutes after you eat it. You get the powdered sugar all over you, too. That's yeah. a, a common thing for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. But anyway... Funnel cake. Go out there and eat funnel cake, guys. Yeah. <laughs> if you do nothing else, listen to go, go read up on Carl Sagan, eat some funnel cake. Yeah. Watch contact. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh Darcy gives Vision the uh the kind of Cliff Snows version of what's happened in the real world uh to him. Because mm -hmm. he doesn't remember his history, he doesn't remember anything about his backstory. So she gives him the I you know, the whole Ultron story and uh, everything that happened in Infinity War and his death. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, it 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 turns into this is a a very funny uh, scene. Strangely yes. enough, despite the fact that she tells him, you know, that oh yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Um, uh, this is a really funny scene. Sort of every every time they they make a little progress, they get sidetracked. Like eventually, like there's like just this construction team comes up at this mm -hmm. intersection and just sets up right there and they can't drive the truck any further. Right. And so they just, they just stop and they do like some phone mockumentary type interviews and stuff like that. You, you get to see the weird sort of boom mic right above yeah. uh, uh, Vision's head as he's doing it. Yeah. Vision's um, like, why am I talking to you? <laughs> yeah. Vision has an amazing, uh, everybody can identify the, uh, the uh, Jim from the office sort of stare into the camera. Yeah, he's jimmying the camera. He's jimmying the camera. Vision has a great one of those. I can't remember the context of it, but it's just like he just looks at the camera and deadpans it, and he's just like, really? <laughs> really? Yeah, really? Construction? Like, everything yeah. stops them. And uh, Yeah. So we will get to the end, and we'll discuss, like, who's stopping them at this point? Because let's make a few things clear. I don't think Wanda would be. We know that Wanda has control over this world. Yeah. Wanda would not be stopping them. Wanda wants Vision to get back. Right. She misses him. Exactly. She loves him. Right. So yeah, so uh, Wanda is still losing control of her surroundings. Yeah. Um, she's confronted outside of her house by Monica, who is now in fly. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, just yeah. like that. <laughs> and what the cool thing is, is like the other good thing with most characters, once you get your powers, is you sort of are mastered them right away. Yeah. You know, we saw this with like Captain America, First Avenger. He turns into <laughs> Captain America and then runs a car down in the street, just yeah. with his with bare feet. Yeah, in New York City in 1941. Well, 45. 
in theory, at least with the super soldier serum, it's supposed to make you a better version of yourself. So right. maybe he knows how to be himself. Sure, maybe, maybe he knows how to run. Yeah, <laughs> I but, could believe that. But we saw all these evidence of the contrary with him as like this little 98 pound weakling. Who well, yeah, that's true. He wasn't a very good runner before. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, Monica is like mastered her power already. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Every time two heroes meet each other in a comic book, a comic book movie, they have to fight, even yeah. if they're aligned in some way, even if they're allies. Yeah, when they're meeting for the first time, like it, yeah, it doesn't. That's exactly how the Avengers starts. <laughs> yeah, the... yeah. Thor, Iron Man, and, and Captain America all have to fight each other. Yeah, for no good reason. They just have to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in Infinity War, we've got to have the Guardians of the Galaxy fight. Iron Man and Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Yeah, that's really for no good reason. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the first time each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see what other times are, do we have to fight? Um, well, I mean, Civil War, but that, I guess that's the, a lot that of that wasn't them meeting. That was just that was a that was an irrational fight, certainly. Yeah, there, there's certainly heroes there that meet the first time though, and at their first meeting they do fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thor fought Shield, and Thor. Um, you know, Iron Man mm -hmm. fights people that he shouldn't fight. Yeah. Yeah. These things happen. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. just, it is the nature of the superhero beast. Yeah. Um, I have been in exactly one fight my entire life. Hmm. So. It wasn't with a other. Uh... It wasn't with another equally powered person. Hmm. Well, I guess it was an equally powered person. We were both people. Okay. <laughs> it, we it wasn't powered. another Shane. You and I, no. we're, we're a lot alike. You didn't yeah. say that to each other. <laughs> no, we didn't. Oh. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, so uh, we get the uh, the hero landing that you know gets lampooned in um, the Deadpool movie. Yeah, where she sort of lands on her knees and her fist to the ground. I this am surprised they did that course. because that is now such a trope that it yeah. has been made fun of many, many times. Yeah, I wonder if uh, just the actress that played Monica just wanted to do it. It's yeah, it's cool. like, come on, can I just do this? It, then you just, yeah. you give that. And it looked cool, I will yeah. say. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, so, but this, but this uh, fight is interrupted by Agnes who comes over and is comforting uh, uh, Wanda. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she leads her away to Agnes's house mm -hmm. where she's going to a, a point apparently, uh, you know, meet back up with her children yes. who have been, you know, absent from her life all day. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, they go into Agnes's house, Agnes steps away and Wanda doesn't really see much evidence of the kids in the, in the house. Yep. And she sort of makes her way, wanders down to the, to the basement. Yep. She keeps asking like, well, where are the kids? And yeah. Agnes sort of hints like, oh, they must be playing in the, basement yeah so she wanders down there and the basement looks very is there a word that we would describe the basement um well there's a word that i know you use to describe and i, I said, I said <laughs> it looks very witchy i think it does look very witchy it's yeah <laughs> it's cavernous it's suddenly uh there's lots of blue light yep you know there's a there's a there's a book that's sort of prominently placed um which we learn we learn later is 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 an important book in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or right. Marvel comics, um, but uh, um, from from behind Wanda, 
she says, uh, you, she hears a voice, it's Agnes, says, you didn't think you were the only magical girl in town, did you? Yeah. And then plays the, the big song. reveal, a song. song. Which, if you watch this show and you've, you remember yes. the song. and it's, We are not going to sing it. It's a great song. It's, it's actually, a great song. Well done. Um, I think it probably resembles what the Munsters for the Munsters, or maybe a little bit of the Adams Family, just yeah, in terms of, of the beats of it. Yeah, um, but it's got you know it's it's got like a it's got a creepy sort of fifties uh, sixties style, you know, like monster mash kind of sort of yeah. style song. And um, you know, if you're if you're listening to this episode way after the show came out, the show mm-hmm. when the song came out, it was a hit on iTunes. Like people yes. actually really liked it. Yeah. And I believe that um, uh, Catherine O'Hara sings part of it. Uh, not Catherine O'Hara. I mean, that would also be cool. If... Oh, I'm sorry. Catherine Hahn. <laughs> Catherine Hahn. Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> that would be quite a turn if that does. Yeah. Um, I'm old. Yeah. We, we could talk about that some other later time, but, you know. But, yes. We, we now know that, it, as the song says, it was Agatha all along. Yeah. So, so it's, she's not Agnes. Her name is Agatha Harkness. She's a, um, in the comics, she's a witch. Right. A witch that has survived since the Salem witch trials. Right. And often antagonist of uh, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Often antagonist, but kind of a little bit more anti-hero-ish than, than actual antagonist. Um, she's not, strictly speaking, always thought of as a villain. She sometimes helps people. She's very magical. She, she does sort of, that's her her goal is just magic right she just likes magic but. yeah <laughs> really into the magic yeah really into the magic um so we find out that she's been behind lots of the weird things that have happened in the uh, right. the uh, universe so we found out that she's behind pietro coming back or right Peter. uh we find out that she killed the dog she killed sparky she, she killed probably sparky. made sparky show up in the first place too she probably did yeah she did it just to be cool yeah um Anything that's been weird that's happened is has been has been Agatha all along. Right, and so this is kind of what I was getting to about the the mm. things that are slowing down Vision. I don't think we see Agatha explicitly slowing she down. She doesn't Vision. say that she did it, but it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, it's the only. She would be the only one that would want Vision to not come back. Right. So, even though now we finally have you know a marriage of of like. Wanda controls the world, but Agatha's been in there sort of gumming up the works mm-hmm. the whole time. Now, I, at this point in time, I do think people sort of misinterpreted the meaning of the song and like what, what we've just had revealed to us. I, I thought it was always really apparent that like, yeah. oh yeah, no, Wanda controls the world. Agnes right. is here as a fly in the ointment. Right. I did have a friend said to me, it's like, oh wait, so, you know, Wanda's not really the villain, it's this Agnes. I'm like, no, I think Wanda's done some pretty bad things. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really clear. And it's, it's, I think it's pretty limited, even though the song says it was Agatha all along. Agatha does not control the world. Right. She's not, uh, I think, I think it's pretty clear that Agatha understands that she's, she doesn't have the same power that, that Wanda has. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, Wanda's um, tapping into something that uh, Agatha wants. Right. And that is the episode. That's Those are the big key things. So, that yeah, we've so that's the main episode. We do have a post credit scene, mm-hmm. um, which has been pretty rare for this, uh, this show. We did have the, you know, the 
the guy listening to a uh, watching it watching the show on the on the television the first couple of episodes right um, and we, we which we learned out was which we learned was the sword uh, angle but uh, we do get Monica's sneaking around snooping outside of uh, Agatha's house Agnes's she thinks yes and uh, from behind her uh, Pietro is there and he says snoopers gonna snoop yep and now with the reveal that Pietro is a creation of Agatha, that's this is all the more ominous. Right. So uh, we think Monica's in trouble. We think Wanda's in trouble. Yep. Um, yeah, it's bad for everybody. Everybody's yeah. in trouble. We are now hitting sort of the, the low point for our, for our heroes. Yes. And should we consider them heroes is a good question. That's it's a, our protagonists. <laughs> You're hitting the Protagonists, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, just as an aside, the ad for this uh, episode, there, there is an ad. Um, it's for Nexus Antidepressant. Yes. Um, I thought this was the funniest of the ads. Oh, yeah. And um, the other ones were kind of creepy and weird uh, and, and, and always spoke to a level of um, pointing out sort of the, the different traumas in, in Wanda's life. Yeah. And which should also be a... Uh, you know, strong evidence that Wanda's in control of the, the sitcom worlds mm-hmm. because, because, uh, you know, Agatha doesn't have access to all that, um, no, the, just details in her brain. Right. So the, yeah, Nexus antidepressants for her, <laughs> the, the list of side effects is quite funny. It includes uh-huh. more depression <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know, very pointedly Nexus antidepressants only when you're ready to, <laughs> face what's what's ailing you yeah um there are a couple of so um in age of ultron the nexus is the place where um it's such a ridiculous sort of point but it's the place where the internet everything from the internet goes through oh is that what they call it remember and that's where uh it's in age of ultron that's where tony goes because they've got an ally that's stopping Ultron at the at the very nexus of where the internet. Is. Oh, okay. It's like, in, and, it's like in Norway or some ridiculous place, and it, yeah. and, uh, and it turns out that that who was doing it was Vision, right? Right, or Jarvis before he was Vision, right? Um, the good part of Vision, essentially, right? So that's what we've learned about. Okay, so that's the connection. I always thought Nexus is really more to the comics because they talk about the. Nexus well, there there is the a worlds. nexus in the comics, which is the point of between worlds, and in the comics, Wanda is a nexus level character so she can because she can alter worlds so right. that's a that's a really inside baseball nerdy point yeah um and what what we did learn through all this you and i because you and i went pretty deep which is why we're doing this podcast right um the creators of this show while many of the writers had a pretty um deep knowledge of the comics um the the real creators didn't have a whole heck of a lot of deep deep yeah knowledge of it they put in little easter eggs just to kind of be funny yeah and, and that's what that this is were, yes i don't think that they were like any of the any of the like hexagons and all of the the, the b doesn't refer to mephisto yeah. there's no there's no mephisto yeah, it turns out there's no Mephisto. <laughs> Hashtag Boy, there's yeah. no, no Mephisto. <laughs> yeah. But all the things that everybody was pointing to is like, oh my gosh, this is so 
like love like multiple levels of 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 nerddom and it's just like no so i have they to go back I, I know we've talked about mephisto a lot for someone who's not in this series at all we've spent a lot of energy talking about mephisto why did people yes. want it to be mephisto does anyone like no mephisto idea. i have no idea he's mephisto. such a lame character. so lame Super he's weak. really powerful but like like what he's gonna do is come up and be like i'm gonna make your marriage not very happy yeah, that's not <laughs> you know like he'd make he'd make Vision and Wanda sort of bicker more yeah. at each other like like he like Vision would never be able to put away the dishes correctly and that would be <laughs> and that would be the thing that would just drive Wanda crazy and that would be the bad thing that Mephisto would do. Yeah, yeah, Mephisto is a very very petty kind of villain. Yes, yes. he is. If, if anybody's like a DC comic fan out there. He's like we and we talked about this. He's like Mr. Mixtoplex. Yeah, you know, like he's just he, or we're even Q from Star Trek. Really next so generation. Much. He's a very he's a very powerful character. Mm -hmm. Virtually indestructible. He's immortal. He's 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 the devil, but he's also just he's not. He's he lame. doesn't like care about mass destruction of the world, right? He cares about you know irritating somebody. So that's why I didn't get why the fandom wanted. If it's re revealed to be Mephisto, Mephisto's no Thanos. Thanos no. was interesting before MCU, like the comics. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say that MCU made Thanos more interesting. Like, oh yeah, taking this Malthusian bent on the absolutely. Thanos. Because honestly, if we're gonna talk about you know levels of of, I mean, Thanos was basically a ripoff of of the. The DC character Darkseid, right? Who came? Who came long before? Right. And and then and now, strangely enough, with the Justice League movie, it kind of looks like Darkseid is the ripoff of Thanos. Yeah, I know. In terms of in terms of his impact on the on the, the movies, but because um, right. Thanos, I mean, they made a great. You're absolutely right. They made it far better than than he was in the comics. I mean, they could have made it. Thanos in the comics is very interesting too. It's just that. Uh, you know, his motivation in the comics is that he's, <laughs> the comics have the embodiment of things such as death and Thanos is in love with the embodiment of death. Who is a, who looks like a Grim Reaper, but is kind of gendered female, I guess. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's, it's comics. It's it, very comics. Yes. It's, it's, it's an interesting thought. They have other interesting villains for sure, but Thanos in the comics has been there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Has been an interesting character. To that end, I don't know who else they could bring. Galactus is obviously, as we've talked about before, at least an interesting character they could yeah. bring in. They could bring him in later, but in terms of what they had access to, because they didn't have Galactus because he, oh, was, that's a, a good he was a Fox property. Yeah. Um, they didn't have any of the Spider-Man villains because you know, because Spider-Man yeah. of all the MC of the of the MCU um, of the of the Marvel comics villains. The best villains are Spider-Man villains or X-Men villains. They didn't have access to any of those. Yeah. But I guess if you're going to do this giant crossover kind of thing and you need someone actually threatening, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to give you a little spoiler on the Spider-Man villains. Like, they're a little bit underpowered. <laughs> it's sure. like the really good ones. Uh, Kraven the Hunter is pretty cool. He's yeah. a dude with a gun. Yes, and that's, that's kind of all he's I got. Mean, he, he has some sort of variation of the super soldier ability, I think. Yeah, he's um, he's but, like a not that great. Yeah, it would be like it'd be like yeah, exactly. He's not a a 
a extinction level event type creator. Right. You got your, you got your Magneto. Magneto's pretty cool, but oh yeah, just... he could be he could be a a, a level that kind of level of uh, villain. But we already saw this with the Fox movies, right? Like he mm-hmm. can carry one movie, and even then, he's not the only villain in that movie. Mm-hmm. So there's only so much you can do with him. It'd be hard to like build up a you know how many movies were there twenty <laughs> to build yep. up to Thanos. Exactly, because I think um, so. You know, Thanos. Thanos is not only so in the comics. Thanos has a team in, in this mm-hmm. in the MCU. He does as well, but they're kind of they're kind of weak sauce. They're they're weak sauce exactly. They're they're powerful, but like you know, in in for for somebody like Magneto or even one of the Spider Man villains, there'd have to be a team. Yeah. To make it extinction level, so you'd have to do, you know, Magneto and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, which is a terrible name, by the way. Yeah, you would no never one... name your terrorist organization the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, no one thinks. You never of call yourself evil. evil. No one thinks of themselves as evil. Yeah, bad idea. Um, or the Sinister <laughs> Sticks for six for Spider-Man. Like you'd have to have you know a group of a bunch of them to kind of get together. The Legion yeah. of Doom <laughs> from, from uh, the old DC t- TV shows. Well, now it comes all the way around because you've got the what the the secondary of the Seahawks call themselves the Legion of Boom. So then yeah. <laughs> they could they could do a comics thing where they're like, oh no, no we named ourselves after them, never yeah, acknowledging exactly. that it came from comic books in yes. the first place. It's all about it's all about you know the the NFC uh, <laughs> NFC West. West. Yeah. It turns out that's actually the motivation for these villains. Uh-huh. Anyhow, this is a crazy tangent. We went on. This is a weird, weird. If you guys are still listening, why? I don't know. Well, tell I hope you are. Talk to us. Tell us why you're still listening at our uh, at minute 52. Yeah, but my whole point to come all the way around is so we, we, we said we almost should start at the end mm-hmm. with now Agnes is, is Agatha Harkness. A huge event for, for this series and completely changes. It's what a lot of comic book fans had suspected for a long time. Yeah, we had, we had even talked about it, you know, the idea, because Agatha Harkness is an important um, character for Wanda, and we didn't know if she was going to be a villain, right. or, because in the comics, she's often an ally of, of, of Wanda, being more of like a, you know, a mentor or somebody that kind of helps her work through some of her issues. Right. Yeah, and we're, I think we're going to have to see that, well, I know we're about to see that dichotomy in the next coming episode, which is yes. the best episode of the whole series. Okay, well, that's that's an excellent teaser. I think maybe we should just leave it at that. We should probably leave it at that. That's that's like, oh my gosh, you guys have to listen to the next episode because it's the it's the best one. It is the best one. I can't guarantee that it'll be the best one that we do. Well, <laughs> uh, everyone <laughs> we do is the best one that we do. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're everyone is the best. Well, thank they're you like, for listening, like children, everyone out there, everyone, all of you, all of you. Uh, rate, write, prescribe, prescribe, prescribe. Uh, rate, subscribe, repeat. Yeah, please you. write to us if you want to be a guest. Yeah, at at yeah, we'd have you on. You can talk about anything you want. Anything at all. Yeah. At pods. Tell us why. Tell you. Tell Twitter. us why you like us. Tell us why you don't like us. We don't. Tell mind. us what we should do differently. If I have vocal fry that really bothers you, I want to hear about it. Hmm. So, all right. Well. Anyway. Well, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Shane.